Welcome to What the Hell is This Show, the podcast where Nick and John share TV episodes with each other, offering no context whatsoever, and then discuss what the hell they're actually about. John, I just showed you episode seven, season one of Barry. What the hell did you just watch? That is a very good question um, because it was sort of genre mashing. Um, I'm not sure if you hadn't told me before we turned it on that um, it was going to be our first comedy for the podcast that I immediately would have picked up that it's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. It took a little while to like realize that was what was happening. Yeah. Um, because the humor in it's very subtle. Um, and it seemed to be a bit of a, a parody of like Breaking Bad type shows. Yeah. And, like Narcos and things like yeah. that. Um, but I guess we get on to analysis a little bit later on. So just to describe what happened, there was a beautiful shot of a very old fashioned plane going across a lovely blue sky. Um, and then they seem to be in some kind of desert plane, um, or certainly a very remote location. Um, and then this car came speeding at these, like, gang warfare, South American people. Bolivians. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the Bolivians shot the inhabitants of the car. Um, and then the plane landed, and he was the leader of the Bolivians, and he was a little bit unhappy that they'd killed someone before he arrived, but then... Um, they said that the car was going to kill us and that they were military, so then he was okay with it. Um, and our main protagonist, Barry, was also in the car, I think, but he'd escaped, um, so he wasn't killed by the Bolivians. Um, but they didn't know that. They just thought they'd got the two that had come for them. And then the Bolivian man, the leader who'd arrived on the plane, he called this white, sinister, strange neo-nazi-looking gay couple who... Um, and one of them was, like, fat and the other one was skinny. <laughs> and uh, and um, they, he said, why did you send people to come after me to kill me? And, uh, you know, I, if you wanted to end on my stash, I would have just given it to you if you just asked me. And so the fat guy, the fat gay guy, regretted sending people to kill him. And said, look, that's that's chill, like, we cool now. And the other guy, the Bolivian guy was like, no, we're not cool. Like, you sent people to kill me, now I'm going to send people to kill you. This could have all been fine, but it's not. Yeah. Then another Bolivian guy found out that Barry had escaped and was, uh, like, chasing him and was holding a gun to him. And his friend Chris was with him. So his friend Chris shot the guy who was going to kill Barry in the back, but then felt really guilty about it. Meanwhile, the police seem to be on to the fact that something is happening in their town, and they have a, a photo list of suspects. Um, and a black woman who was at the police meeting picked up a photo of Barry and walked out of the room for no reason. Like there was absolutely no explanation for why she was suspicious of him, other than she was just like, "Oh." that photo looks sus. I'll just pick it up and walk out of the room without telling anyone what I'm doing. So she's kind of on to Barry now that he's maybe working with the drug cartel people. Yep. Um, also, Barry's in a, some kind of amateur play. Um, he's in a really bad production of Macbeth um, or some sort of like vignettes of Shakespeare. Um, and he's always late for rehearsal because he's like out not getting murdered. Um, 
And that was very funny for me. I saw Macbeth today and the girl who was playing Macbeth in this was so bad that I didn't even recognize the lines and I literally saw the play today. Um, it's great timing. Yeah, I know. Uh, and Barry only had one line. Um, the queen, my lord, is dead and he couldn't get it out because he was too busy thinking about how guilty he was that he'd killed Chris for saying that Chris felt really guilty for killing the Bolivian guy, so he was going to go to the cops. So then Barry, to stop him going to the cops, killed him. Um, and then at the end, there was a very protracted tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow sequence from <laughs> Macbeth that was quite funny because it was sort of poignant. It seemed to be speaking metaphorically about Barry's situation, uh, but also the actress playing her was really bad. Uh, playing him was really bad, and the, there was some just tonally strange light relief like it's very subtle comedy that has a very unique vibe i would say yeah um but certainly that is what i think that i just watched maybe you can tell me what the hell i actually just watched okay so the 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 general basis for barry is that uh barry he's played by bell hater is um a hitman and at the start of the uh the series, he's basically wanting out. He's he's depressed. His job's not giving him satisfaction anymore. He wants to to move on, and so he's given the target who works at the uh, who's studying at the at um, Henry Winkler's uh, school for act, gifted acting children, and um, it's not actually called that. <laughs> um, and basically, in this episode, um, Detective Mosser, the detective that grabs Bill uh, that grabs Barry's picture. Um, She's been on to him for a little while, and the fact that it was military that was linked, because Barry's ex-military, the link was there, and so she assumed that he was the one that was killed in in the attack. Yeah, okay. So, I can understand why it was just like, she literally just looks at the picture and is like, oh, (laughs) I've solved the crime, and it's just like- Yeah, pretty much. uh, Yeah, no, it's that, without context, makes it doesn't make- any sense because it's just like she's had a whiz bang moment where she's fixed everything so in that sense she's basically gone okay the military thing links Barry to this I just need like the concrete proof which is what happens when they go to search the guy's property and they find the book that is the acting is his acting teacher's book so pretty much everything else you got is right so uh, Barry is basically part of the acting school because he finds himself it's a, and it's a, it's an escape from his job from being a hitman to him and he thinks he's he's been wanting a validation over the course of the series for his existence really that is his existence outside of being a hitman he's trying so hard to disconnect from that particular job um and this particular episode um which is called uh loud fast and keep going is really important for his development the, the thing is, it's like it's a really powerful performance from Bill Hader, but um, <clears throat> for me, it's a culmination of all of the stresses that have happened in the previous six episodes, and it builds up to this point. So when he kills Chris, who is his ex-military buddy, that's obviously like a, that's a that's a catalyst moment for him to basically go. Like I'm done. Yeah, hence me being like this show is not really very funny. It, and it's, then, it's 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 like a it's like a black comedy more than anything else. Like this, yeah. like you said, there's really subtle moments of humor, and then the rest is really raw and dark. Absolutely, yeah. As I say, you know, very like 
not genre specific, like quite the opposite, like quite a bit of like genre mashing to make this a very specific show. Like yeah. Not like anything I've seen before. Yeah, right. And I think the the fact that the acting school is there alleviates a lot of the dramatic and dark pressure from the hitman sort of arc of Barry. So there's two, Barry's got two sort of arcs. One is a hitman, one is an actor. And so the show sort of develops those in parallel as he tries to get out of the game and into another game. And the fact that he goes out of the dramas of being a hitman into the dramas of drama, studying drama yeah. is really, really interesting. And it makes for an interesting dynamic, especially between him and his castmate Sally and also his handler who is Funches, who is the guy that's um, drinking on the couch when he's talking to uh, Noho Hank, who is one of the Chechen mobsters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, guy, the mobster's basically like, yeah. oh, look, no matter what you do, we're going to kill you anyway. So, um, th- there's also a connection between uh, Henry Winkler's character and the detective as well. They've slept together and they're like romantically linked. And so to give context in the overall sort of scheme of things, that's still at play. Um, and that Barry isn't caught full disclosure, like spoiler alert, he's not caught by the end of the episode. So he's still at large, but obviously things are starting to zone in and he does a very good job of circumventing the, the traps of the police and the traps of investigators as well. He's very good at it. So the show does a very good job of like being Walter up- White. Yeah, exactly, right? And it's realistic in a sense of him being able to avoid certain things, how he's throwing him off the scent. So, in the previous episode, Detective Moss actually takes down all the photos from the acting school because she's like, I think I've I think I've basically absolved everyone of that. I don't think anyone is actually involved from the acting class. And there's sort of a moment at the end where it's like she starts putting them back up because there's just there's something that just doesn't sit right with her. Um, and that's after there's an attack on the school because people are looking for, like, the mobsters are looking for Barry. So that sort of puts it in context. I don't know if I want to spoil the finale because the finale is really, really powerful. As This is, I think this episode is a, an amazing showcase for Bill Hader just in terms of, like, pure performance because the moment yeah. that, there's a moment in the car and with Chris where Chris is basically... To give context to Chris, for the listeners, he is an, he was an engineer. He's never killed anyone. And so he, the first kill he has is in a desperate moment to try and save Barry Hand himself. And then he's basically just living with the guilt and then projecting that guilt onto Barry, who obviously is so experienced that he's like, I know how to suppress these things. And then at this point when Chris goes, I'm telling the cops, like straight away. And then that line that Barry has when he says... I wish you didn't say that. Yeah, like, why did you have to say yeah, that? Yeah, why did you have to say that? And that's just like, you're, you, you're just going, oh, okay, this is not good. And then the scene sort of rolls out a little bit more. There's a distraction. And then just as those keys turn, he just pulls the trigger on it, like on Chris and kills him straight away. And it's weird because you would think that a character like Barry taking out that, doing that sort of kill would... To me, I feel like would in the without it's hard to hard to explain, but like that to me is such a a, a bad thing. You know, you've just killed your friend. Like how how is that for, forgivable? But when you can see the context and see how much Barry is going through mentally, 
and knowing, <clears throat> knowing how much he's gone through mentally over the last like six episodes, um, that that's where it's, you sort of actually sort of justify the fact that he's killed Chris because it's sort of like, do you want Barry to get caught? Yeah, and it's like another kind of you know stumbling block or obstacle or piece in the puzzle that he has to eliminate. Um, and I think it's really interesting you talk about you know the the episode being a showcase for his performance because for a lot of the episode he was very emotionally detached like yep. like you say he's able to suppress the and numb himself to the experiences that he's having but he's also very visibly broken yeah and to be so so repressed and so emotionally unavailable but also as an audience to perceive that that's because of so much internal trauma in a comedy show it's quite a feat, I think. Yeah. Acting, so you are right, and it's, and I and I'm a suck. <coughs> excuse me, I'm a sucker for for performances or moments in a character's development where things come to a head, and it's yeah. like, what's going to happen? Are they going to go left or are they going to go right? You know, is Barry going to suppress these feelings and, and truck along, or is he going to let it all fly? And he lets it fly, and it's because he can't deal with that. And then there's sort of this really wonderfully cut together sort of montage of the family being informed of Chris's death and the fact that that weighs so heavily on him. Yeah. And then he delivers that line in such a triumphant moment for, for Sally, who's so desperate to get that, the business card from, uh, from the talent agent. And so it's such an interesting way that they translate his grief and his trying to suppress his feelings as much as he can into something that he really actually likes doing. He really likes acting and being able to help Sally get the, that job is a really interesting sort of dynamic where it goes from like grief and like violence and such sort of horror, like horrific moments for him into being able to deliver something so trivial in one line, which he fucks up the, the first moment that he gets in the rehearsals and allowing Sally to get her moment um, as well and they're romantically linked too so early on in the season they, they hook up as well and oh, then it sort okay. of falls apart because she's so a terrible actor she's terrible exactly right Um, and that's a really triumphant moment for both Barry and Sally which is really great but then seeing him to go seeing him go out the back and just really struggle and then screaming and punching and all that sort of stuff I just couldn't help but feel just it's such a great performance that I felt like I was like, I just need to share it because it's just really good. Um, but I just love how the show is able to sort of balance these particular moments so well uh, in terms of, okay, he's just killed his be- like a really good friend of his and now he's going to go and deliver the performance of his life. Yeah. Like, with his which six is words. What, yeah, with his six words, right? It's just, it's nothing. And so... Yeah, I've got to give it to the show that it's able to to balance those predominantly dark and, and scary moments into something that can be still quite triumphant and warm, warming to watch, I think. Especially. Yeah, you're so right. You know, it's touching because he's tapping into his emotions, like you say, doing something that he enjoys. But it's also, it's strange because it's, it, it's an appropriate text that they're using as metaphor. You know, like she, um, Macbeth talks a lot about his heat-oppressed brain and 
the guilt that he has from killing the king, like all the sorts of emotions that um, that Barry's going through and the experiences that he's having. And yet, despite being relatable, it's so incongruous to have this classic text, civilized, artistic context, like a play with all of this, like, external drama that's actually real yeah. for him and it's so incongruous that i think that's where some of the the humor maybe comes from um that's derived because it makes it a very surreal viewing experience yeah um, but i really enjoyed it it was very unusual um and you're right and a great sort of triumph of acting for him and then there was just some really good like throwaway lines as well maybe only three or four of them peppered throughout the whole 35 minutes but just a couple of throwaway lines that just told you oh no you like you are watching a comedy yeah um like a couple of the the zingers that the acting teacher got were really good yeah henry um, winkler is really really good when yeah, he's, he's just describing like the fact that we're able to condense what was the, i can't remember the play he was talking about but they're condensing a play from three hours into 35 oh, minutes. oh it was um oh what was that yeah <laughs> oh gosh only because, but it was because they were like so on high. Yeah. yeah, they were so high on coke that they were condensed to thirty-five minutes. But it was thirty-five minutes of gibberish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, completely. But again, like the fact that Barry has that moment where he smashes the the screen and and uh, Henry Winkler. I keep blanking on the character's name. He basically is like, "Oh wow, you're like you're still in that place." And he punches like the thing, and he's like, "All right, we uh, we will talk about it another time." And then he like turns back around to give him more advice and he throws the chair and he's like, you know what, we'll just wait till Monday. Yeah, like, yeah. It's able to sort of drop in those little bits and pieces that alleviate the heaviness of these yeah, particular just, moments. Yeah, allow some of the tension to just rise. Or the bit where um, Sally is rehearsing to be Macbeth and she's only just taken on the role and she doesn't know the lines <laughs> and she's like, look, I really could use some direction here. Well, here's a note. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is what like, what, yeah, like we call it in the business... It sucks. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> and she just storms off. And it's it's great, honestly. And it's so simple and so throwaway, but it just, you know, sort of, like you say, lightens attention from Because I think that scene literally either immediately follows Barry killing Chris or is followed by Barry killing Chris. And yep. yeah, the, the tone, it, but it doesn't never feels like it jumps all over the place, but tonally either. Like it's... It is it's, very controlled. It's, yeah, it's yeah. very precise. Like it's, it's almost claustrophobic in how controlled it is, which I suppose sort of mirrors Barry's experience. Yeah, right, that's right. Yeah, it's a very, very unusual kind of show. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, so, I assume that's a recommend? Ah, uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I would be interested to watch it sort of from the start and see it. It's Of all the things that you've ever shown me, I think it's the one that probably works the least contextless because I can tell that the kind of atmosphere and aesthetic that it has and that sort of precise specific tone is very established by this point mm. and i'm not sure that just based on this episode i'd be like yeah i 100 percent want to see that again yeah but i think you know you said there's only eight episodes they're only half an hour long each so it would be easy to watch all of them yeah and i think you know i'm watch we watched seven of eight it was penultimate so if i if you'd reached that point where all of that dynamic and tone was established already and you were immersed in it, yeah, I think it could potentially be really excellent. Um, yeah. And you said they're going to make more. Yeah, I think it was renewed for season two. I think, like, the moment it dropped, I think, like, HBO basically pulled a 
as soon as it premiered and people were digging it in terms of like it was it's very it's critically like people love it yeah yeah um and we're just like yep for sure we'll go to it again but cool, well if I'm, i think uh, it's on like an ex it's one of these things where it's at the at the whim of of bill Hader's schedule in terms oh, of okay so, so if he's good. not available it's going to be delayed but yeah, like it'll be done. It's just a matter of when. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. So if I was going to recommend it and anybody out there wants to watch it um, and I want to rewatch it from the beginning, where might I do that? iTunes, Apple iTunes, um, or if you are technologically inclined to VPN and HBO now, we'll get you oh, a yeah. watch okay, as well. Cool. But I got this on iTunes, so it's yeah, cheap cool. on there too. Which is surprising because iTunes usually prices the hell out of seasons really badly, but like Barry's very reasonably priced, like twenty bucks. So oh, yeah. it's worth it. And there's no say on what might come next or when it might come. Not that I'm aware. To be completely honest, I haven't done the full research on that. So for me, I would say that in terms of its turnaround, I have a sneaky suspicion. I think Bill Hader's writing the second season now because he wrote pretty much the majority of episodes for this. So his uh, his schedule basically determines it. I reckon this might be one of those things that comes back after Game of Thrones next year. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, interestingly enough, like a lot of the things, you know, I'm at least vaguely aware of sort of in the cultural zeitgeist or know that they exist, but I've never heard of this before ever. It's really interesting because like this was on the top of my like – this was coming through on like all the critics lists and all these things that I was following and everyone was like, oh, Barry, you got to watch Barry. Barry's like the number one thing right now, like Bill Hader, blah, 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 blah. But it's really interesting that you haven't seen it or yeah, seen anything Yeah, and I'm like usually it. pretty, you know, pop culture aware. Yeah, you're locked in. Yeah, I for sure. Like what to be at least familiar with or heard of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this was very much news to me. So I'm excited by that as well because that's something new for us on this show. Yeah, I know. I'm so glad that I could win the first comedy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard because we've talked about it before. You know, we're not going to do, or not until we run out of shows, but we're not planning on doing sitcoms on this show because they have such a circular narrative. Yeah, that they don't require context. Mm, um, exactly. So yeah, so yeah, it was good to find a comedy that was not a sitcom. You know, that it's very much clearly part of an ongoing narrative. So yeah, good job, Nick. Thank you very much, John. And. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for introducing me. And on the note of thanks, thank you so much for listening. As always, find us on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. And we'll catch you next week for more Contextless TV. Love you.